1: This is a HeadGum
2: Podcast.
0: This is Emily, Henley, and Sammy, and you're listening to Too Scary Didn't Watch.
2: Hi everyone, welcome to Too Scary Didn't Watch, the horror movie recap podcast for those too scared to watch for themselves. I'm Emily and I am too scared to watch
0: scary movies. I'm Henley, and I'm also too scared to watch scary movies. I'm Sammy, and I love watching scary movies, and so I watch them so that you don't have to, and we have a nice palate cleanser um, from last week. I'm so excited. <laughs> um, Easy breezy one so today. So excited. <laughs> but before we get into it, did anything scary happen to us this week? <sighs> yes, Okay, <laughs> I
2: need advice. I need. I'm reaching out. I'm reaching out, listeners. Please help me out. I am having a cat pee problem. Oh God! Oh, no. Oh mm. God. Oh no. Oh, you guys. Okay. i oh, so no. Not in the litter box. Out outside of
0: the. <laughs> yeah, they're flooding the litter box. <laughs> um, no. How many litter boxes you got is my first question. How many cats?
2: We How Okay, so we boxes? have four cats and four litter boxes. One of them that is seems... purely decorative. Nobody uses it, but we have it. Oh, a decorative litter box. I've never heard of such a thing. <laughs> it's not. I mean, it's just they just don't <laughs> use it. Um, the, They use the three. They share. It's never been a problem. Yeah. But <sighs> the past 48 hours have been harrowing. Uh-oh. Oh, no. We... The other, this is the worst, the worst time to discover it. We're getting into bed. It's 11 p.m. Oh, late, late that bedtime. Sucks. And Joel gets, he had put a pair of pants on the bed when he came home from a walk in the oh. afternoon and he's taken them off the bed and goes, huh, hmm these are wet Uh-oh. Uh-oh. and they had been peed on and uh, they were on top of the bed of course we have to take everything off the bed of course we have a second set of literally everything because we have cats so we have like a spare duvet a spare sheet set like everything the shitty versions you know while you wash the others um but so yeah take everything off the bed wash it we're like god damn it I, okay well that is we're like does someone We have a uti that happens sometimes they're like, let you know, okay, I'm not, I but don't feel But it's like good. a full amount of it pee. It was a full amount of pee, exactly. Because UTIs are little, little, small little squirts. Yeah. Full amount of pee. So we're like, okay, not great. But it's late. Wash, Put everything in the wash. Deal with it in the morning. Take everything off the bed. Wash it, whatever. Go to bed. Next day, take all the spares off the bed. We're doing all the laundry. The comforter was the first thing we washed and dried. And so after it was dried, I laid it on the bed again. While I'm washing other things, come back in later with sheets. It's been peed on. Oh, the fresh, God. fresh from the wash, a new pee comforter, a new pee. So you haven't seen who the culprit is. Have not seen
0: a pee happen. Maybe it's all of them. Maybe uh, that's why. Well, so and that's why we're like, what's going on in <laughs> the
1: one spot? They're like, your turn, your tune. Come in here.
2: We have also seen everyone using the litter box so it's not like a you know okay so we've suspected and I believe to be I believe that it's Mabel <laughs> it's okay she it's uh, you know on a rap sheet she's got a history of bed peeing when she gets pissed off
0: right Pun it's like a revenge unintended. pee Tended, it's, it's a revenge a, it's pee. I have heard that revenge pees are not real though
2: okay so it's not so much a revenge pee it is a stress pee it's a uh, it's, yes, I'm wondering if convict has something to do with it. And so the mm-hmm. answer is that is what it is. Uh, yeah. It is convict related. Convict has been living. We now believe her. Hard to say. Best life. Cut like flopping on the ground in front of us. Lots of pets. We're doing convict, a lot for more those petting. Who don't know, sorry, convict is, is the cat who lives outside. <laughs> Um, straight cat, straight cat, an outdoor cat cat that we've like, yeah, outdoor adopted. Actually, our neighbor has more so adopted than we have, but so lives in our yard basically full time. Um, and the pants that were peed on, Mm -hmm. Joel was wearing. When and that was our first thought. We're like, the pants probably smelled like convict. But then, then there was bed peeing, and we're like, okay, well, what the fuck. Litter boxes are clean. We we changed all them out just to be safe. I gave Mabel a calming treat because I was like it's probably fucking Mabel. And it's it's been a good it's been a good forty eight hours. No more pee. We're like okay, great. Everything's clean. We're good. Just mere moments before recording, just now, pee on the bed. <gasps> and during breakfast, guess who came right up to the door? Is convict. And Mabel got mm-hmm. really freaked out and was mm-hmm. like making
0: that little like like crazy noise. I have this exact same problem, Emily, and it hasn't luckily started back up yet. But in summertime, the I mean, sorry, it's not exactly the same. No pee is involved, but maybe that has to do with Mabel being a girl for some reason. And it it's just it's her. It is her stress response. We've
2: been through periods like right. this before, where she when for whatever reason she is more stressed. She
0: pees on the bed as a way of being like,
2: ah, I
0: I don't know what to do with myself. Um, Look, when this very relatable. (laughs) Yeah. When the stray cats come up to my door, my cats who are both boys uh, just attack each other as if they are fighting to the death. And it's incredibly stressful. And I've spoken to vets about it as well. And they're like, just keep the cats away. Block off the door. It's like,
2: what? I know. So we're going to. Yeah, we're here. we're, We're making a plan. We have a little gate to our portion of the yard that absolutely convict could get past it, but it would be a lot harder for her to get up to our door. If we close that gate, so we're going to keep that gate closed. We're going to try to make another, a second bed location that is away from our door. So there's a, but she likes coming up and seeing us and the cats. But so we're going to try to keep that from happening. Anytime we're not home, the door is going to be shut. I'm giving Mabel calming treats. Um, I, any other advice I would
1: love? Maybe Lumi Labs, our um, sponsor. Maybe i will need to start microdosing. Have a <laughs> yeah,
2: microdose for cats. I know that that is a thing. Anyway, it, you know. It, I have CBD for my cats. It's yep. a real success story of convicts happiness. And now I'm like,
1: oh, no. At what cost? <laughs> at, at what, what cost? cost?
2: And I'm like sad for her that she's so stressed. I'm like mad at her for fucking with my life. But I also feel badly that she's like, like it feels like when like a teenager acts out because they're like I want you to love me still like don't you know or like you have a stepchild and they're like no I'm Pam mommy still loves me best um and she's really freaking out and I don't like that at all any advice would be appreciated <laughs> uh, <laughs> um oh, turns out Mabel. five cats too many cats too many too many in more fun news, though, about multiple cats, I had a dream the other night that I was trying to pick up Birdie and Mabel at the same time and I couldn't do it. And last night, Joel and I both tried it successfully and I've, I have maybe never have laughed harder in my life. <laughs> so sometimes it's fun. It did
0: all inspire me. I think I want to try to pick my cats up at the same time. It
2: was challenging and they hated it, but it was very fun. And Maybe the pee is my retribution for having <laughs>
1: them Tim's too, <laughs> parents' cat, Fred, used to revenge poop. On their beds, <laughs> if he they did things that he didn't like, and it would be obvious. Like it's a real, it's a real thing. At least it was for Fred. Like Tim, one no, I don't time think that forgot. it is. I
0: think it's always medical. I think there's like they don't have like emotions in that way. No, it was it was very
1: clear. There would be clear situations where, like one time, Tim di- like went out it can and be like territorial, him. or he if didn't or stress. He didn't. Yeah, feed I think it could be stress. And then, but it's not like anger. No. This was anger, you guys. It was, be- it was it was clear reaction to people's behavior. It was emotional anger. Um, Tim <laughs> didn't it was like was an hour late feeding him dinner or something, and. Um, came home and first looked at the on the bed to be like did he poop on the bed and he didn't and he was like great so we fed him and then after after fred ate he immediately went to tim's bed and pooped all over it <laughs> <laughs> so to be like you fed me thank you and now you shall you shall get what you deserve which is you were late and i shall poop on your bed maybe most of the time it's not but it really felt like there are a lot of situations <laughs> where fred was doing it on purpose
0: I mean I think it feels like that very frequently. People talk about it a lot. It feels, revenge feels pees and revenge revenge poops. feels like But it. I think that's us projecting things onto them. Uh, that's no fun. Sammy, that's
1: literally like you're taking all the fun out of it. All the know, fun out of Because it's like a medical
0: pet. reasons and you should not you shouldn't like be like oh he's just mad because it's like no he probably needs to go to the vet. Yeah, or or some <laughs> it's like
2: something needs to change yeah fred was probably stressed that he was never going to get fed again and it's like we need to deal with why fred is so stressed about the fact that a late feeding means he's like oh my god oh my god i'm never gonna eat
1: this cat was so well taken care of right. no i know they're
2: great they're they're cats they're are not little it's freaks. a not a reasonable fear mabel has right. never gone without a meal in 10 years and she <laughs> freaks out out before she gets fed every time as if like I would forget. And it's like it's not a reasonable reaction. They're mm-hmm. not reasonable creatures. <laughs> yeah, they have emotions. They do have emotions, but they but maybe revenge and spite is not one of them though so it really does seem like it sometimes. It
1: does feel like it
2: sometimes. Really feels like it sometimes.
1: Anyway, um wow. Okay. Well, <sighs> I really hope that this gets resolved soon. Thank I hope Maple gets Maple, <sighs> Maple's gonna figure it out.
2: Anyway, what about you guys?
1: Anything scary happening to you? <laughs> um, I found this woman on TikTok who I really like. <laughs> it's not that scary, but it was making me think about mental illness and mm. being an artist. And I was just thinking about it a lot, listening to her. She's this old woman. Her name is on TikTok, Gma Judy. Her G-Ma. grandson made the Yeah. Her grandson made the account for her. She lives in Santa Fe. She's the most calming Person I've ever seen on TikTok. I fucking love her so much, and she was talking about how I've watched so many of her videos. And she makes like the most beautiful, huge art pieces. And she kind of like walks you through her process, and she just talks about her life. Whoa, and she is she was she like a muralist, about,
2: or what? Or like a painter? What kind of art? Pieces? She
1: she uses lots of. She's mostly a painter, but she's kind of like mixed medium. She also cool. uses um like the art piece she's working on now is she has all these tiny squares of glass that. She she is um, dying to be different shades of like blues and reds and then putting like mm. all of them together in these massive, huge pieces. And um, sounds soothing. And <laughs> she was talking. She was talking about how she has she had an aunt who was um, a really. She has a I'm sorry. A What? She had an aunt.
0: A what? An aunt. Are you? Oh what my God! Is Who happening? is this person? And where's Henley? We <laughs> you know that it's a fucking invasion of the body snatchers.
2: She's fake. she's a fake. Yeah, this is how we find out it's not really you.
1: <laughs> and I was put on the earth to tell you about this artist. Yeah,
0: <laughs> Henley G-Ma Judy, notoriously Aunt, always says Aunt. I don't know if I always say Aunt. I say Aunt sometimes. You're who is this woman? I've never heard you say
1: aunt. Uh, how often do I am I really saying aunt? You know what I mean. I feel like I it's, it's it's I say both. I can I can say both.
0: Right, okay, well, I'm alien. feeling a little I'll scared here. Judge that. <laughs> Let me I'm be free. A little unsure. <laughs> I'll be on edge, really edge for the rest of this recording. <laughs> <laughs> I feel a little bit. Like we're talking to a stranger all of a sudden. <laughs> so
1: my aunt her aunt thank you thank you, so you feel better now yes, <laughs> yes honestly um she had an aunt who was an artist and but then also had very bad schizophrenia and she's she, growing up mm. she's always very scared that she was going to become crazy and it was something that she was like so paranoid about and she had moments of where she would feel like she was going crazy and when in those moments everything around her turns into dots and dashes and that's how she sees the world as dots and dashes like a table would turn into a dot and a dash and then she would kind of like come it's like out a beautiful of it. mind yeah, she would come out of it and she would uh-huh. remember what that was like. And she was like, Oh, that, you know, being crazy is just the inability to communicate because me, I'm trying to tell you about a dot and a dash, and other people are trying to talk about a table. And all I can say is dot and dash, and all they can say is table. And like, uh-huh. that's what it is, is to be crazy is you're trying to connect and you're trying to communicate so badly, and you just can't. You can't. You can't and it's make like other people heartbreaking. See, what you see. Yeah. She just and she just tells these stories so casually, so calmly while she's doing her fucking G-Ma little Judy? art pieces. What's her name, in G-Ma? The back. G-Ma Judy. And I just want to hang out with her. She lives in Santa mm. Fe. I just wanted her to be my grandmother. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I've just been watching all of her videos and been very intrigued and into she it. And also just great. like I have never had art in my life in that way. I've never mm. really been surrounded by artists. I myself am terrible at art. You guys have seen my drawings, <laughs> my horse drawings. That horse. <laughs> I love that horse. <laughs> I want to be as good at it so badly, so I about badly. I
0: this the other night of like creative expression can feel so frustrating, especially in a world where like value is put on it. And mm-hmm. so a lot of times when you are creating, you're either comparing it to something else or doing it, I mean, in the film industry, it's like all for what other people will like. And very rarely, I feel like, do you get to express yourself creatively in like a fully honest way that represents what you're trying to say.
1: Well, I, and another realization I had talking to Tim's cousin one time, who's a wonderful painter, she's so extremely talented. and She makes these unbelievable pieces, but she says that they're never what she wanted to paint. Like Mm. it's never actually matching what she was imagining in her brain. And I'm like, I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? You're so talented. And this is like the most stunning thing I've ever seen. And it's not even what you want. Like you're disappointed by it. And that also blows my mind because you guys... You've seen how bad I am at drawing. Like I'm. But was it what so you wanted bad? to draw? Because if so,
0: I think. Drawing is really hard. That's why I feel mean, like we so gotta like hard. break the our regular <laughs> concepts of like what a creative expression can be. Like maybe you need to like spin around in a circle for thirty mm. minutes. <laughs> That's a great and, idea. <laughs> like punch all the walls in your house. That could be creative expression. That, <laughs> that
1: sounds good. That might release something.
0: Dancing a good like interpretive mm-hmm. dance
1: hmm hmm I don't know man I just think it's really cool and I want more of it in my life day to day mm-hmm. yeah um, GMA Judy's a great place to start GMA Judy my gateway drug to
0: artists <laughs> <laughs> Sammy what about you uh, mine's very dumb and very fast the other day I was taking out my recycling and I lifted up the recycling lid. You we all know what like a recycling bin looks like. And just like forgot to keep holding it up as I was putting oh my no. things in the recycling bin and Ow. it fell on my face. It Ow. hurt so bad. Ow. I got like a bruise on my forehead and nose. It's gone now, it's, it's healed, but it was like oh, we <laughs> there, man. It really hurt. We and you just go like, wait, what was I thinking? Yeah, I was like thinking. mad at myself. You just feel so dumb and like also hurt and like a little baby and, Yeah, like, I just like, want to cry. cry in that way it makes you want to cry. Like immediately yeah. you're like I'm going to cry. I probably <laughs> did cry, I can't remember. But then also the next day I hit my funny bone so hard How? in uh it's cuz I got a standing desk which I'm very happy about, but it's like a th- object has changed in my house yep. and so I can't, I can't gauge the <laughs> yeah, space like where do my limbs go? And um, I hit my funny bone. Usually a funny bone hit is kind of a numbness and tingly and it does make you laugh because it's not quite pain as much as it is just shocking and weird. Mm -hmm. (laughs) This one was so painful. It felt like I had been stabbed through the hand. (gasps) Like it was excruciating pain. It was so weird. I've never had that before. Does your brain and, immediately
1: but, go to all the horror movies we've watched where people have been, like, hurt? And you're like, wow, this is what they went through, but so much less. So no, not so much less. Bad.
0: And it's still in... It's still uh, awful. Similarly to Funny Bone, went away in, like, 20 seconds. Like, it was not a lingering thing. Right. It was just ooh, very ooh, sharp ooh. and how weird. I really didn't like it.
2: Yeah, I don't like that at all. I'm sorry. Bodies, man. I I... Bodies are wild. Oh, God. My, you know, my thumb is still, it really hurts. And I I sprained it probably two months ago. And I'm at a point where I'm like, is this just, I like, people can weigh in on that too. What are you supposed to do? It's like not broken. It hurt
1: all the time. Like when you like move it? All the time. Oh, no. It hurts
2: all the time. And and I'm, and it's not broken because it never swelled up and it never bruised. So I think it's just a strain or a sprain. I think it's the ligaments. But like, it still hurts all the time. And, I, and I'm and i just sort of like, I guess that's, I guess guess that's life, life now. You know? <laughs> I have a little brace that I wear sometimes, but I don't feel like it's quite the right kind. And it's like, what, am I going to walk around with a fucking thumb brace all the time? Thumb like brace, some no. dork? No. Right. Absolutely not. So, I guess my thumb ever, hurts like, forever now. Ice it? I wonder if that would I, help. I've iced it sometimes, but again, it's like kind of weird to like mm. get at and yeah. look, like, I'm not going to go to the doctor and pay all the fucking money for mm-hmm. a doctor and an x-ray and all that shit just for them to tell me like, "Yeah, it's sprained. You got to rest it." You know what I mean? Like it's like it's Also
1: resting a thumb is such a funny I idea. Like <laughs> how do you rest a thumb?
2: It's like you and that's the problem with I mean it's not life changing or devastating or anything but like with our healthcare industry where it's like well I'm simply not going to go to the doctor mm-hmm. I've had persistent mm-hmm. pain for two months but I'm not going to the doctor because no. it's not worth that yeah and that, doesn't hurt I, that bad. doesn't hurt that bad I'll just have it hurt a little forever <laughs>
1: it's just a little broken for the rest of my life I, what am I going to pay $200 <laughs>
2: excuse <laughs> me you
1: know
0: no <laughs> Anyway, maybe, um, I mean, if it's still hurting in another couple months, you probably should Yeah,
2: if I get to like six months, then
0: we'll figure it out (laughs) Oh, um, well, okay, should we talk about this week's movie? We absolutely should This week we are going to be talking about Ghost Ship, finally woohoo! I've been waiting for the day vessel heads i feel like we've been talking about this one forever vessel heads this one was um chosen by our patrons uh we do a monthly patron chosen episode if you want to vote in those go to patreon.com slash tsdw podcast anyone on any tier gets to vote in them and i told our patrons we needed an easy peasy breezy, let me squeezy. <laughs> easy peasy yes. breezy squeezy. squeezy.
1: We've been in the deep dark dirt of the scariest horror movies. Yeah, you we've can possibly. needed.
2: We've needed a boat to to pull us We've mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Been hearing about this one for a long time. I I got a brief little uh clue about some uh, uh, some big hot dog style cuts coming up.
0: Oh, baby, it's hamburger. It's oh, sorry, hamburger. hamburger. I'm sorry, <laughs> big
2: hamburger s- uh, cut.
0: Um,
2: and I'm, I, you know, I'm thrilled to hear about that. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, this movie was directed by Steve Beck, who also directed 13 Ghosts, another oh, masterpiece. Great sign. Great sign. Written by Mark Hanlon and John Pogue, starring Gabriel Byrne, Juliana Margulies, Ron Eldred, Desmond Harrington, isaiah washington emily browning and carl urban i had no idea this cast carl urban was so stacked yeah this this is like a really good cast heck i'm confused wow i can't (laughs) fucking wait it's like a reunion of er Grey's anatomy dexter this is like a network tv cast incredible incredible (laughs) did you say when it was when it came out oh sorry 2002 okay okay and it's streaming on HBO Max. It has a 15% on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> 15. 28% <Uh-oh>. on Metacritic. Where <laughs> that Metacritic is higher than Rotten Tomatoes, I think the worse it gets, the higher the likelihood of Yeah, that. yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. They start to level out. Mm-hmm. Five point five on IMDb. IMDb's mm-hmm. still like, hey, it's fine. It's fine. It's <laughs> <laughs>
2: hey, fine.
0: Budget was 20 million. It made 68.3 million. Pretty good not too shabby it was shot uh in australia and uh it was on the gold coast and there were a lot of sharks in the water no! so one of the trivia said all of the ocean scenes were stressful for the cast i'm like what they're filming oh, like no. straight in the ocean water <laughs> I, mean, oh. I guess like Sometimes they do that, but usually it's in a tank, right? And certainly not mm-hmm. when it's like, well, there are a lot of sharks.
2: <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> <laughs> but we
0: have to shoot in the ocean. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, Ghost ship funny. must get made. That's so we, we, funny. The show must go on. I just love the
1: idea of like a shark PA, someone being there to like shoo the I sharks away. I bet there was. I bet there yes. was. Oh, God. No, thank
0: like, you. Shoo, shoo, shoo. Get out of here. We're filming. As I was watching, thinking, like, this is, like, peak Juliana Margulies' fame, 2002. Mm, yep, like, yep. And so I was thinking, though, like, why is she in this very bad movie? And it is because this movie was originally written as a psychological thriller, and all the actors signed on on that version of the script. And then as they were flying Same. to Australia, <laughs> the writers rewrote, rewrote it. And, and made they, it bad? landed and the juliana margulise's quote is saying suddenly i was in a really really terrible horror movie it was shocking but they were all contractually like locked in at that point and so can you do everyone, that is that, that everyone was crazy. very so pissed she Funny. has since disowned the film
1: i <laughs> want to know what the it. original version was i want to read that script
2: Me too. also like you write a script you get all of these actors to sign on who are incredible, and, so, and you go like, alright, let's make it bad. Let's make it stinky. Yeah,
0: what the <laughs> hell <laughs> it Clearly something
1: bed. was working. <laughs> let's make it bad. <laughs> the
0: producer Joel Silver offered the film to Rennie Harlan, who passed on the project, and it broke their friendship, and Silver vowed to never talk to Harlan again. So just a lot of that is broken trauma. relationships happening on this That's film. That's not... Y'all got to work on your friendship. That's not right. Yep. Well, I
2: mean, the, the friendship's can't, over. Can't you so drop out of
1: a movie I they don't. And whenever you want to? Like, even if you're contractually obligated? Do you know what I you mean? You might
2: have to pay back whatever be, like, they spend oh. to, like,
1: get you that far, you That's know? That's true. That's true.
0: A casting what if, or not what if, Brian Cox was cast in the oh. main role. Oh, my God. Role. You're telling me this movie could have been perfect? <laughs> hmm But... Brian Cox left. He must have been before those, uh, whatever, the final contracts before were signed. for the flight uh, to Australia. Yeah. And so he was replaced with Gabriel Byrne. I love Gabriel Byrne. He's great. And both of them have um, great accents. Mm. And Gabriel Byrne does get to keep his Irish accent in this movie, which oh, you absolutely love yeah. to see. His accent is like more subtle than I... Would think though mm. I kept thinking is he trying To do an American accent and Then there would be times where he'd be fully Irish And his character is Irish they like Reference him being Irish so Anyways uh, Oh but Brian Cox left To do the ring That's why he dropped out So oh! I forgot he's in the ring So well good call because On that. Brian Cox's yeah, that- part very That was choice.
2: perhaps Very correct
0: um, Juliana Margulies and Ron Eldard were dating while filming this movie. And broke up a year later, but just kind of fun, a little onset romance. Love it, love it. And just some vessel trivia for us. Obviously, obviously, we love we love to know. Uh, the design for the ship in this film, it's called the Antonia Grazza, was modeled after the Andrea Doria a real-life Italian ocean liner that also met a tragic fate. Hmm. It sank in the 1950s after colliding with another liner. How does that happen? Wow. Contrary to this fact, the Antonia Grazza actually shows a stronger resemblance to the Leonardo da Vinci, a slightly altered and larger design that replaced the Doria after she sank. Uh, And then I would just, because I'm obsessed with vessel trivia, went and did a little further digging into the... Uh, Andrea Doria, the one that sank, and oh, yeah. because of post-Titanic safety regulations, there was very few deaths when that ship sank. It, uh, basically, the only people that died—I think it was about forty people. I think there was Ooh. two thousand people on board. Oh shit! But it was the people that were literally at the site of collision; like they oh. died on impact. Nobody oh. drowned.
1: God. Okay, that's scary. You know, yeah. just have Yeah, to, how does have that happen? Out like is it like both ships are like, oh oops, oh no. Whoa, well I imagine whoa. like they're both doing that. like when that happens when you're like
2: walking <laughs> yeah. in the same direction, it's somebody gonna be like, oh, oh, oh <laughs> keep faking in the same direction.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean it does seem like it should be very difficult to do. I guess it was the fifties, so maybe it was easier. Then technology wise, but like imagine two planes mm-hmm. crashing into each other. Which oh, I don't guess want has to. Probably also happened, but uh, <laughs> these huge cruise ships, I imagine once they're on a path, it's very hard to,
1: mm-hmm. um, yeah, probably takes a lot Not quick to...
0: reaction times. And so, right, 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 yeah, but so this is a cruise ship,
2: yeah. I don't know why I imagined it being like a Old timey Pirates of the Caribbean type hmm. boat. Maybe because of the ghosts.
1: <laughs> That's yeah. it. I was thinking of 100%
2: <laughs> just Pirates of the Caribbean. Yep. <laughs> yep. That's what I was thinking. So different. Um, I also, I meant to say at the beginning, I would like to do a big old shout out to Gina and William. Over at Levi's who
1: oh, yeah. sent us
2: Levi's care packages and it was like the most exciting day of my life. I just opened a box of Levi's goodies that I, I didn't know it was in there. It was all a surprise. It all fit like a dream. It like felt like Christmas and I'm so grateful.
0: Thank you, Gina. Thank you, William. I'm wearing mine right now. I'm wearing my Levi's jumpsuit. Oh my gosh. I'm not allowed to wear jeans at
2: home. Joel and I have a rule. No jeans in the house.
0: I love I love that rule.
2: No jeans in the house. But I did break that rule with my new Levi's jeans the other day because they're they're truly so comfortable. And it didn't feel like wearing jeans at home. The nature of rule because there's
0: so there's one billion Levi's styles. Those That's why ones I get are um,
2: I believe they're the dad jeans the baggy are like dad. Yeah, they're kind of baggy and loose and I have a hard time finding jeans that are baggy on me in the ways I want them to be, you know, where like the fit is baggy and it also fits correctly. Uh, Man, they're great. I love them so much. I'm really I'm really thrilled. I've been feeling the same way.
1: They're the only pants I've been wearing because my pants don't fit anymore. (laughs) Well, yeah. (laughs) And and so I asked him to send me a size up and they fit like a dream for now. I mean, that will only last a short period of time, but um, I've been wearing them nonstop and I've gotten so many compliments on them. People keep complimenting me on my pants. Probably because they're used to seeing me in leggings. So they're shocked I'm even wearing pants. But
2: <laughs> oh, thank God, Henley, you're in pants. <laughs>
1: just, are you wearing
2: pants? Henley, I love pants
1: on you. <laughs> <laughs> it's rare to see. Um, yeah, I second that wholeheartedly. Gina and William. William, former guest on the pod. True, true. Um, current friend.
0: Tec- current friend. Technically correspondent. But with one lost episode mm-hmm.
1: Yeah mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, Anyway I just I, I just Had to simply give a shout out because it Really has made my week Me too It's the opposite of Mabel peeing on the bed Jeans from Levi's She better not pee on those jeans <laughs> She better not pee on those fucking jeans She better not Okay should we watch this trailer Yes oh my gosh oh my gosh
1: Murphy, I'm Murph. i Jack Fairman. I fly the Arctic Weather Patrol last month. I was out in the middle of the strait when I came across this. Congratulations. You found a boat in the middle of the ocean. What do you think a ship like this could be worth? Depends on if we have the right to salvage it. I do know one thing. sea gives you an opportunity, you take it. Yo, Murph, I think you should get up here. It's an ocean liner.
0: It's
1: the Antonio Graza.
0: Any sign of what might have happened?
1: Nothing. No passengers. No crew. No captain. No mention of anything of the ship's love. What do you make of that? A ship. I think I saw something I couldn't possibly have seen. I think I saw a little girl.
2: We're all trapped here. I want to show you something. I told you guys earlier that there was something seriously wrong with this boat. Haunted, possessed, whatever you want to call it. I said we get our boat going. and get the hell out of here.
0: What are we going to do? We have got to get off this boat now.
1: Bon voyage.
0: I'm interested. I had a great time watching this movie. I feel like <laughs> it's fun. It's so silly and dumb, but you know, sometimes that's what you're in the mood for. Mm-hmm. Haunted boat.
2: I mean, come on. Mm-hmm. What mm-hmm. was that quote when the ocean when the ocean tells you something you got to listen or what was that? <laughs> something,
1: something like, like that. that. I love something it. Like I that, absolutely love it. Bon voyage as being an actual line in the movie. Gorgeous. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh... I'm excited.
1: Uh, yeah, I don't even know what to say, except that I am down. <laughs> I'm totally down.
0: But yeah, <laughs> it's like the know. kind of movie you know you're not going to feel like shit after, you know? And that's what mm-hmm. we're... Yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. That's what we're mm-hmm. craving that right now. That sounds so nice. Mm-hmm.
2: Was it scary at all? Were you ever scared? Like, would I ever be scared? <laughs> no. mean
0: no. 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 Well, I was no. not scared ever. Is it R? Is it even rated R? I think it's probably rated R, but... It's not scary. Well, uh, there are a lot
2: of hamburger style, uh, mm,
0: right, yeah, right, right. yeah, are yeah, I'm looking at it right now. I, uh, yeah, I'd say it's not scary at all. It's just kind of funny seeing ghosty, silly actors and that orange dress. I absolutely love Yeah, it was giving, um,
1: oh, what's her name? Oh no, I'm not gonna be able to remem- remember any of it. The animated one. Jessica Rabbit? Jessica Jessica Rabbit. Rabbit. It It is giving giving
2: Jessica Rabbit. That's true. I found that movie to be very scary when I was a kid. I can't really remember why. I loved that movie when I was a kid. But I was was so scared of it. I don't remember it it at all. I just remember being scared. I I think, honestly, a lot of it might have just been like people with cartoons was like freaking. No, it was scary
1: because there was a a whole mob (laughs) where they're like murdering tunes. They call them tunes.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: This is I would love even to watch that less that again. scary than that.
2: <laughs> 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 well, good, because that was too scary for me.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So shall we settle in? Let's. to voyage. Bon <laughs> It's like cozy raining
1: outside. It's the bleakest time of the year. So you know what that means? We deserve to get cozy on the couch, rewatch our favorite TikTok videos and drink a goddamn glass of wine. If you ever struggle to pick out the right bottle, you will love our next sponsor, Naked Wines. Did you know that when you buy wine today, most of the money goes to things like fancy packaging, big budget marketing campaigns, and tax? That is crazy. Naked Wines is a subscription service that seamlessly connects you to the finest independent winemakers on the planet. So you get a box of the market's best quality wines however often you'd like, for a fraction of the price. And hold on to your butts, you guys, because the deal they have for you is insane. Just wait. So how do they do it? Naked Wines connects winemakers and wine drinkers directly, allowing for vineyard to door delivery at up to 60% off what you would normally pay in a store. By cutting out the traditional retail middleman costs and markups, winemakers can pass those savings on to you without skimping on quality. I can't stop talking about Naked Wines. I love that their quiz matches you with bottles that you love, and each shipment includes wines they recommend based on your previous ratings. I'm currently loving their organic options, especially the Chris Condos Cabernet from Mendocino County. And they've been around for 10 years, and they fund over 90 independent winemakers. So with no commitments or membership fees, you can enjoy Naked Wines hassle-free. And the best part, every bottle is a passion project from an independent winemaker, so you're literally making an independent winemaker's dream come true. So head to nakedwines.com/2scary and enter voucher in the top right when you get to the website, and put in 2scary for both the code and password to get six bottles of wine for just $39.99 with shipping included. That's $100 off and less than $7 per bottle. So that's nakedwines.com/2scary and use the code and password 2scary and grab six bottles for just $39.99. One last time, that's NakedWines.com slash scary code and password 2scary for $100 off your first six bottles.
0: Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts.
1: Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness.
0: He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons, and even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at metacom Impact. All, all we're going to do is
1: hear about ghost ship. All yes.
0: Perfect. Let's do Let's it. Let's do it. So we start with kind of classic, uh, old timey logos um, as if it was the 50s or 60s. And it's just kind of fun. Genuinely, for a second, I was like, am I watching the right movie? And then felt so (laughs) stupid.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Got you already.
0: They tricked me. Mm -hmm. Uh, And we see that we are on an ocean liner. Called the MS Antonia Grazza It's like a like a fancy cruise ship Looks pretty Titanic-y <laughs> Just for a point of visual reference Yes, of course It's 1962 And it's all very rich people Like, you know, again, Titanic <laughs> <laughs> uh, Out on the deck, dancing There's a woman singing Entertaining everybody Cocktails going around big fun party vibes it looks like a good time honestly and there's a little girl who it has a, like a little block letter toy thing and she uses it to spell out i'm so bored <laughs> nice and one of the waiters sees it and laughs and winks at her or whatever and then the captain comes out and sees her and asks her to dance with him and so they go out onto the dance floor as this woman is singing her song and everybody's having a good time. And then we see this cable <laughs> uh, getting rung up and getting more and more tense. I don't know what it's lifting, but some sort of cable that is getting pulled tighter and tighter around the um, basically whole dance floor in front of the ship. Well, do you remember if that's the bow or the, or the stern or the aft? <laughs> I can't remember.
1: I have no the front of the... Because bow I was thinking is the back but then when you said stern I was like that Stern's also the back, sounds right? like the back. I, I, think, it's the
0: I bow. think the bow. is
2: the front and yeah. the stern is the back. But maybe I that's only so. because people always say like the bow and the stern and not the stern and the bow and for whatever reason I feel like well that it means like you know the the bow is the front. Shameful vessel heads. Front of boat. Front of the boat is called the bow, and the rear of the boat is called the stern.
1: What's aft? God, are you guys ever ever gonna fucking learn this? We talk
0: about this. I don't and know. I
2: what, never remember. I don't know what the aft. I've never is heard. It like the other side
0: aft. Oh, I don't know what aft is. I don't is, know. Then. The, I don't because it's port aft. and starboard are the left and right sides.
1: Oh. Aft is. Towards the rear of the ship,
0: okay. well, that's just confusing. aft
2: is a direction, not a part of the ship, oh, okay, ok. i oh no, I'm asking <laughs> oh because it, it's because wait what star starboard is what and well, on
1: on a cruise, you can have the forward and the aft, and the forward is the front of the ship, and the aft is the rear of the ship, so
2: the aft is towards aft is sternward. Yep.
1: After sternward, After exactly. After sternward
2: then. would be s- synonyms. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and and bow and front. Forward. Forward, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> and then what are the other ones? Star, Por- starboard. Bird. Wait. Port and starboard. Yeah. Port and starboard. <laughs> Board. Right, but you say it, starboard.
1: And port is left and starboard port is right. side.
2: Port side versus starboard
1: side
0: Port is the left. It's important to the rest of the movie that we get this right. Is it? No, not at all.
1: Yeah, port oh, okay. is left and starboard is right. starboard is
0: right. okay. You all guys, our true vessel heads out there are just so disappointed sh- in <laughs> us rolling. What was the one we learned from from Paul
2: on on? Jaws, Jaws? the crow's nest. No, I knew that one. There was another crow's nest is a thing. He said another term. I feel like, and I was like, "Whoa, this man knows boats.
1: (laughs) (laughs) He does know boats.
2: God, this man knows
0: boats." And yeah, I don't. So, all right. Well, now that that's settled, yes they're they're all dancing. The dance floor is near the bow or on the bow of the boat. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. This cable is wrapping around the bow mm. See, I'm right with you mm-hmm. I know <laughs> I can see it <laughs> The cable is getting more and more tense It's looking like it's about to snap And it does And we get mm-hmm. just a real quick like Noise And everyone freezes It like goes through, I think the, I don't know The music stops somehow It just gets quiet and everyone is very still kind of looking around and then slowly I think at first you see one guy's shoe like blood dripping down from inside his pant leg making a little blood puddle around his shoe and then slowly their bodies start sliding off <laughs> each other so in chunks crazy. like little hamburger patties. That's so crazy. Everyone? like Everyone, literally except everyone? The, little girl, the, the little, little girl who is too short, <gasps> uh and it doesn't get her, and so she just watches everybody. But it's gone up. through some people twice, so some people are are hamburger it, twice. Yeah, because I think because the cable snapped. There's two halves of it. Wow. Oh, okay. Some so some people got Hassleback. How short is she? It feels like that. That I think work. she should have.
1: I think she should have. It gotten, doesn't make any sense. Is yeah, she, she tiny? Tiny? is she less than a foot? No, she would have gotten sliced. <laughs> oh, my God. But there had to be a witness to this um,
0: extravagant murder killing. So and she's dancing with the captain, remember, and she is ah! watching everything. Everyone slide into pieces and arms and limbs. And think people are still twitching as they're Ew. as they're separated. And she looks up at the captain whose mouth is hanging open in a look of shock, like, <gasps> And the top half of his head slides off towards her. She stumbles back. And I said out loud, bored now, bitch. (laughs) Oh my God. Serves you right for being bored. You brought this on yourself. (laughs) On the
1: most beautiful cruise ship ever to set sail. That is...
0: That's too bad. That's too bad. That's too bad. Yeah. Uh, great, it's really too bad. Really great opening scene. One of, one of the best, to be honest. Really wonderful opening. And then we cut to present day, 2002. We are with a ragtag crew of boat mm. salvagers. They Love are at a, at a ship sinking site and patching it up and yelling at each other i got this you got that and they're uh, i don't know just very funny vibes as they're saving the ship from sinking they head to the pub afterwards i don't know why it feels like it's a pub not a bar but that's the vibe because they're working folks yeah that's right and we have captain murphy who's irish gabriel byrne Okay, so it's a pub. So it's a pub. If there's an <laughs> Irish person there, it's a pub. It's a pub. And we, the rest of our crew is Epps, who is Julianna Margulies, and Greer, who's Isaiah Washington, who, by the way, uh, Grey's Anatomy. Did it, either of you guys watch Grey's Anatomy? Cool. No. Well, first a
1: couple seasons.
0: I was really into it at first, and he had a big scandal. do medical stuff. Yeah, he, he had, had a big um, b- scandal. Didn't he get kicked off the show? Yes, he was like very homophobic to one of the other actors and he i can't remember now the specifics but yeah he's like not a good man (laughs) and didn't
1: apologize right he was like he like wouldn't apologize for saying homophobic stuff or something i can't remember but he
0: just the other day was back in the news for posting a facebook post saying Back in the day with Grey's Anatomy, there were so many drugs and parties and hot tu- hot tub parties and swingers things, and I thought I was going to get fired if I did any of that. And I don't know. He wrote this like very accusatory Facebook post that just kind of. Doubles down on the vibe I already had of Isaiah Washington. (laughs) It's also like
2: the fact that you're posting on Facebook. I'm already like, all right, my guy. (laughs) We,
1: yeah, you got to move on to a different platform. We are not. It's 2023. We are not
2: with it. We're not Mm -hmm. posting on Facebook as a celebrity as a public figure. This isn't. This isn't it. Mm -hmm. No, this is not the forum.
0: So he's Greer then we have have Dodge and Munder, who is Carl Urban, who I always... Munder. Yeah, these
1: are great little ragtag crew names. Yeah, they're
0: all the last names, obviously. They all call each other by the last names. Munder. Munder. And whenever I see Carl Urban's name in credits, I'm always... There's always a moment where I'm like, Keith Urban's in this movie? Same. (laughs) Literally, (laughs) Carl Urban is an actor whose face I know so well,
2: who I'm so familiar with. And I always forget his name is Carl Urban. Always. 100% mm-hmm. of the time. 100% of the time I forget that that's his name. It's, oh, it's a, such a surprising name. Especially for that man. I don't know. It just it never... doesn't feel I right. I always have to do a mental, like, putting the two together.
0: It's never a one-to-one for me.
2: I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, doing. there's just always a beat of, like,
0: oh, right. Yeah. And the last person in their crew is named Santos. And they're sitting around their table drinking, celebrating their successful job they've just completed. When a guy approaches them carrying a photo and he taps Captain Murphy on the shoulder and basically says, can I talk to you for a minute? And Captain Murphy says, you want to talk to me? You can talk to my whole crew which oh, just yeah. really struck me as a very crazy thing to say. <laughs> <laughs> like, everyone's like, we don't need to hear
1: it. Like, we're having conversations. Like I was, like, imagining
0: us out at dinner and someone comes and taps one of us on the shoulder <laughs> and says, hey, can I talk to you for a second? And you just... Anything said, you <laughs> have to say
2: to me, you can say, say to, to everyone to, I know. You should
0: say to everybody.
2: table, <laughs> <laughs> please.
0: That's really funny. We don't have private conversations. That's rude. (laughs) Uh, And this guy does look a little taken aback by it, but he says, Mm -hmm. "Okay, uh, I am a pilot and I spotted from my helicopter plane. I can't remember. This is the guy from Dexter. Yep. Desmond Harrington. Mm -hmm. And he has spotted a ship in the Baltic Sea, I think. And they're all making fun of him at first, like, oh, congratulations, you found a boat in the ocean. What a crazy thing. And he says something like, I can't remember now how he then gets them back on board, back aboard the <laughs> ship of his nice. plan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> nice. yeah. Uh, but I think he maybe knows what boat it is. He says, I think it's the Antonia Grazza. This catches Murphy's attention. He says, "Oh my gosh, that boat's been missing for fifty years. What would it be doing out there?" And this guy's name is Jack. That is that the pilot. He, is that his name on Dexter too,
2: or does he just look like his name is Jack?
0: He does kind of look like a Jack. I can't remember his name on Dexter, but I don't think it was Jack.
2: His name is Jack and something.
0: Something with a Q. Quinn. Hmm. So. <laughs> I was about to call him Quinn. Jack tells them that, you know, he can take them to it and it'll probably be lucrative because they can either. um, I don't know. There'll be some some sort of benefit to finding this long missing ship. Maybe there's valuable stuff on board. And so they all agree they're going to go out to it. Jack can lead the way. Sorry.
2: Jack Bass. Um, he's, his name is Jack in, in Gossip Girl. And I oh, needed to remember that. I needed to remember that. Is. Also, apparently he's in The Neon Demon and his character name is Jack. But that's not okay. what I was thinking of. Mm. The man looks like a Jack. What can yep. you say? Wow. He does. I had completely forgotten that, yes, what I originally know him from is Gossip Girl, where he plays Chuck's cousin,
1: Jack.
0: Interesting. Okay.
1: <laughs> Holy shit. Anyway. A lot
0: of Jacks.
1: Thank you for bringing that together. It's a
0: good name. I like the name Jack. Solid. Me too. Solid name. So they all agree and they go out. He's leading them to where he found this ship. And as they're getting towards it, uh, Santos, who is the um, person steering the ship, is getting signals of it on the radar and then it's disappearing. So it'll basically on the radar, you'll see a huge ship and then it's gone and then it's there and then it's gone. And he calls Captain Murphy and take a look at this. What the hell? Like, it we should be right here. Like, we're right up on it. And they call out to turn on the big bright lights. We're shining it. Doesn't look like anything's there. And then all of a sudden, it's right there about to crash into it. And they do so crash. this is how it happens. They do crash into it.
2: One of two ships can run into each other if yes. one of them's a ghost. Oh. If yep. one,
1: yeah. If one's a ghost, if one's a ghost, it, oh, it always happens. That's always. The
0: case. Yeah. Captain Murphy, we can see now that it is, in fact, the Antonia Grazza. And he has all these facts memorized about it, which I guess you would maybe as a ship captain. He says he's like knows what date it sank in 1962. No distress signal was sent and it was never seen again. He's looking sure. up at it. Saying Christ, she's beautiful. <laughs> she looks so scary and rotted and gross, and <laughs> but I mean, she's a a big, big ship. So she's beautiful in that mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. In a way that yeah. all vessels are, you know. Like, sure. Wow. Sure. Takes your breath away. Mm-hmm. The size of it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Reminds you of how small you are, mm-hmm. how big life is.
0: Yes. It's actually probably the only time that I felt a little bit unsettled was just the thought of being next right next to an old boat. <laughs> an <laughs> I, old, no, I, huge I, uh, boat. In the middle of the ocean when it's like, I'm presuming it's nighttime. Yeah.
1: That is yeah, scary. I don't like that at all. That is a little scary.
0: It look, it's a scary image. But they're all excited they are saying under maritime law, she's our boat now, which is so crazy. But she's in international waters, I guess, and so finders keepers. Wow, that is crazy that that's a law. That's an actual law. I mean, at least it was in two thousand two. I don't know if they've updated their maritime laws, but I mean, it's still. You always hear about international waters as being kind of I a, feel free like for that's all. a thing, yeah. And so they they get on board. The ship is again looks completely like it's deteriorating, rusting, falling apart. There's nobody on board at this point. I'm thinking, am I supposed to believe that the cable breaking killed everybody on board? <laughs> right, that's what I was thinking too. Um, it's not, but that's what oh, okay, I was thinking okay. at this part at this part. They are putting their equipment on, they're salvaging equipment, they're they're kind of loading their stuff onto the deck of this boat and probably the Starboard side No, I. Th- you know what? Mm. I think it's port side mm. And As they're walking on And exploring They walk past the little Block thing that the little girl Was playing with And of its own Volition It changes from I am so bored to Welcome aboard Ooh. Oh wow. my god Nobody notices. They're walking around with their flashlights, checking it all all out. Uh, Captain Murphy is saying this ship would have had 600 passengers, 500 crew. And Greer and Jack are still aboard their salvaging ship, which is called the Arctic Warrior. And they're trying to talk to them on the walkie-talkies. Walkie-talkies aren't working. Mm. They're walking around, and Munder... Falls through a rotted spot in the floor and it's stressful. He's screaming. They're trying to pull him back out. And as Epps is leaning down to grab him to pull him back up to the floor that they're on, she sees a little girl looking up at her on that floor, looks scared, pulls him up, looks back. She's gone. Someone yells at Munder. I told you to watch your fucking step, which I thought f- seemed unfair.
1: Yeah,
2: mm-hmm. he stepped
0: on regular ground.
1: Mm-hmm. Also, like, know. yeah, point's been proven. Why are you mad at him? And even if you're watching your step, you might not have known it was rotten. F- it would go fell right out through. from
0: beneath him. That's yeah, not on him. Yeah, <laughs> just kind of rude. I thought so. rude. That's pretty rude. And another thought I had was this little girl looks uh, like corporeal enough that it's kind of irresponsible of her, I think, to not at least be like, hello. listen." (laughs)
1: Uh (laughs) Yeah, that's true.
0: That's true. Like just to make sure she just shakes it off uh, as if she imagined it, which I guess could be a response, but it's also irresponsible. I think a little irresponsible. Right, right. (laughs) They're continuing to search the ship and they find a digital watch, which would not be Mm. of the time that this ship went missing. So they deduct somebody deduce, deduce deduct.
1: They deduce. 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 Even the deduce sounds so wrong.
0: (laughs) 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 Deduce. They deduce. They deduce that (laughs) another crew has been here and... Where are they? Adding to the mystery, what's going on? Getting kind of weird, creepy vibes. And they go back onto the Arctic Warrior to uh fill Jack and Greer in on everything and can get their, you know, reset and make a plan. And Murphy tells a story about another ship that went missing, and when they found it, there was no one on board, no. No uh, distress signal, nothing on the captain's log. And it was just completely empty and had sailed 4,500 miles with nobody helming it. And Jack goes, a ghost ship. They're all sufficiently spooked. (laughs) But they make a plan to tow it back to shore, which seems actually impossible. Yeah, I guess I don't know how big weight
2: works. Distribution works when
0: you have water to help you. And you have an
2: engine.
0: That's true. But this ship is at least 20, 40 times the size of this. It's enormous. And they have a small little tugboat, basically. (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't seem possible, but. And they're kind of arguing about it. One of them says we should call it in and get a couple more boats. Otherwise, it's going to take a really long time. They do say it'll take probably two weeks to tow back to shore. Mm. And Captain Murphy says, no, we're not calling it in. We don't want any unexpected visitors. I assume he means pirates that want to see what could Mm. be on this ship for Mm. their taking. Um, so they agree we'll tow it back to shore if <laughs> it'd take two weeks, and Epps goes out onto the deck and is smoking. Jack joins her, and she reveals to him that she saw something she couldn't have possibly seen. She thought she saw a little girl uh inside, and he says when he was flying a lot, he would get really tired. He sometimes would see things too, and kind of calms her down about it, and she's thankful. And it's kind of feeling a little romantic between them, Ooh. a little flirty. Little oh yeah, here we go. Uh, they all go to bed, wake up next day, they get in the water in their scuba gear, and to no. to look at the. This is, I guess, probably where the shark. Right, right. We're picturing, <laughs> We're picturing no, sharks. Sharks, yeah. the shark. Shark spit was absolutely swarming. <laughs> <laughs> And they're examining (laughs) the bottom of the boat to see for check for any damage. And they do find a big hole and it's taking on water and so slowly sinking. So they need to patch this hole before they tow it in or the drag, obviously, of towing it will really slow them down or if not be impossible. And Jack says, what could have done that? An iceberg? And they all laugh, ha ha ha! No, you idiot. <laughs> Could just be a regular rock. There are some little small islands nearby. Says they, mu- he it must have bumped into that. But I liked a little Titanic shout out. He says, yeah. Well, he says, well, I don't you know. You needed
1: one in this film. Yeah,
0: clearly yeah. they're drawing
1: from our favorite movie a lot here.
0: A lot. The source inspired. material mm-hmm.
1: is Titanic.
0: The source material is Titanic. Mm-hmm. So. They decide. They realize they need to go in to, to patch up this hole. They're going to try to do it from the inside so they can find, have to go down into the bowels of the ship to find where, oh my God, it sounds so scary. That actually does sound really scary. In the old, empty, Ugh, nasty, dark, rotted it's like ship.
1: like claustrophobic. That's like going into caves or something.
0: But it's not filmed in a way that actually feels scary. It's only scary okay. now in thinking, thinking about, about it. it uh ep says we got to do a complete rehaul soup to nuts i just liked that because of the soup to nuts i had never heard until starting this podcast Uh uh-huh uh-huh also love to hear a shout out to soup love soup i'm not a huge (laughs) nut fan to be honest with you guys
2: you know i um i am growing more fond of nuts as i get older i love a hazelnut and that's about it you know hazelnuts. I've never really loved, and I'm, I'm coming around on hazelnuts. Mm. I love a cashew, mm-hmm. and I love a pistachio. I do. I do. Ooh, those are pistachios. The best ones for for sure. Very
1: good. Yeah, love. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah. And you know, actually, I'm just now realizing those are two nuts that one of my good friends is allergic to. Oh, Sorry, no. Lisa. Those oh, are my favorite man. nuts.
1: <laughs> Sorry. I love a walnut in in a in a yogurt a or in a cookie or in you know as a and in a, a, a pecan. salad. Also, like a candied nut sometimes is a nice thing. But we can all
0: agree that almonds are pretty gross, right?
2: I was gonna say, I feel like a lot of people go crazy over almonds. Kind of my least favorite. Almonds are really gross and
0: they're really bad for the environment. They're really dry. Oh, they're so dry. Almonds are so dry. Yeah, fuck almonds. Yeah. Fuck almonds. I do drink almond milk though, which is also bad for the environment.
1: Yeah. I had a friend growing up whose mom definitely had an eating disorder, and she would always say, you just need to eat five
0: almonds to feel full. <laughs> oh, God. The old handful of almonds <laughs> to, feel full to tide trick. you over. It never will. And, you know, I think one of the reasons why I don't like nuts is because there was a time where I thought I could, like, get full off nuts. And if you eat enough nuts to be full, you're going to feel like absolute shit.
1: And your teeth yeah. are going to hurt. It's your, there are so many nuts in your teeth. Hurt. And
2: your teeth are going to hurt hurt from all those nuts crunching on all those dry nuts you're gonna absolutely chip tooth. and maybe that's what i like about a cashew a cashew is a soft nut. yeah exactly a cashew is like creamy in and of itself if you
1: go to the effort to soak an almond you can eat more of them
2: oh you know what i like i do yeah. like a marcona almond mm, or mm. jordan almonds is that the mm-hmm. same thing now, talk about a hard nut. <laughs> yeah, that's oh, to the time. It's absolutely going to crack your teeth. I'm going to after this. I'm scared. A, a Jordan <laughs> almond it hurts my
1: jaw. It's so hard. What about a Brazilian nut? I mean, those are just huge. No. Pass. I don't even know what it tastes like. It's just too big. <laughs> it's too big. They're just so big. Yeah, they're too big.
0: So that's sort of... So, <laughs> so from soup to the course before nuts for me, please. <laughs> what would that be? Olive soup to dessert. Soup to decaf Jeez. espresso. Mm. Soup to
2: cheese. Soup to <laughs> cheese. at the beginning. <laughs> Nuts is at the end. Soup to, yeah, soup to. Soup to. Uh, A nice port. Limoncello. <laughs> Digestive.
0: Yeah. Not as, not as zingy. Uh, uh. <laughs> so they're going to patch up this boat. They split up. And are for some reason seem to be kind of exploring the boat each by themselves, which seems dumb now and retelling it didn't really bump for me in the moment. But <laughs> mm, mm. Uh, so Epps is in there's an indoor pool room oh, and yeah. the pool is filled with bullet holes. There's okay, like, okay. like bullet shells, bullet casings, but no bodies. And she goes into the pool. The pool's empty. It's no, there's no water in it. And so she climbs into it and is like examining the uh, bullet holes, thinking, what the fuck is this? And as she goes to climb out of the pool, the little girl ghost is there. She uh, <laughs> no. jumps scare, falls back into the pool, hits her head. And Jack hears this and runs in and comes to her aid and is trying to pull, Gary like pulls her out of the pool. She says, I saw the little girl again. Does he go? I told you to watch your step. Watch your mm. goddamn step. Uh no, he's helping her. He's helping her out. He's get he carries her out of the room, and as they're leaving the room, we see blood trickling in from all the bullet holes, and the pool Ooh. fills up with blood without anybody oh, noticing. Uh meanwhile, Greer is in the room uh where the woman was performing her song in the opening mm. scene. Mm. And He's hearing now that same song over his walkie talkie, very faint and crackly, but hearing music and feeling confused about that. And he sees a lit cigarette in an ashtray and picks it up, looks at it, calls out to one of his, uh, you know, guys, what are like, Munder, are you smoking again? Okay. We know it's, We know it's not them. This is a ghost cigarette. That's a ghost cigarette. And he sets it back down and makes his way out of that room. But we see in the foreground that he does not see what looks like that same woman smoking a cigarette. What mm. I like about this is that means she lit one to spook him. <laughs> she did and one another face. one to smoke. One for herself. And one for her. And we see Epps mm-hmm. and Jack now trying to make their way down. Uh to find where they need to patch and they open a one of those airtight hatch things to get down more into the uh machinery level of the boat where the crew would have been and open it up a bunch of water comes out of it and mm. a bunch of dead bodies and ah! it's pretty nasty gross and uh they they close it back up or yeah, they basically are like, okay, well, we're getting close to where the leak is. But these bodies, I think, seem fresher than 50 years old. Right. Well, they be skeletons. they're all like waterlogged. And yeah, so they're nasty yellow. corpses that seem like, I think they say it's been maybe a couple months or so that these Ew, bodies would have been and are they shot to death. Do we see that or we just don't know? We don't see, but they're pretty mangled. They don't look good. Uh, back to Greer in that same room or maybe another like concert hall now and he sees a a poster for Francesca who we recognize as the singer she must have been a, a you know a name that people came to see and he says Francesca nice titties
1: <laughs> oh god
0: awesome uh, now back to Epps and Jack and they're Trying to go around to find another way around to where they need to get into. And they come across a room with a lot of rats in it. Cutie little rats, though. These are Hollywood rats. These are not. They didn't even bother to nasty them up. They're none of them are even like wet or dirty. They're like fuzzy, cute little rats. (laughs) Fresh rats. Yeah.
2: Gorgeous. Healthy.
0: (laughs) And they notice something where the rats are by these little crates and they take a closer look and see that these crates are filled with gold bars. There is treasure on this ship. They found
1: treasure. Oh, wow. The stakes are so high now. How much is a gold bar worth, do we think?
0: Let's look it up. I think they eventually say that the whole stash is $100 And but I don't know how much one... How much is a gold bar worth? $1,800. Well, I guess it depends on the size of the gold bar. Oh, well, this time, is right? this one says fifty eight thousand dollars. So, well, wow, that's a big difference. Well, that's a big bar. That's a big difference. But um, something I was thinking while watching this is if I found a gold bar, I would immediately turn into a little golem. Like, I think, there's something really, <laughs> I think there's something very primal about it. Like, I bet there's chimpanzees that came across a gold bar and like killed each other for it. Don't you think that's probably true? Maybe. I keep thinking about how <laughs> uh, I would want to like I, I peel it off,
1: peel I off the know. gold and eat chocolate inside of it. Like, the, all I can think of is it being actually yeah. chocolate. I think chocolate I would snack. go into
0: like shiny, shiny, <laughs> shiny, my shiny golem and gold. I. Would become
1: don't know. It depends on whether that gold bar is worth
0: fifty thousand dollars or eighteen hundred dollars. It kind of doesn't for me. It's like something about the gold no, is it. pretty. It's, it's like just pretty. the gold,
1: and also the weight of it is nice. There's something about it being like hefty. That's okay. Well, nice. that's another
0: thing that the trivia said is one gold bar of this size weighs twenty seven pounds. So they're really Jesus. lifting it up as if it's no big deal. So these are fakes. <laughs> wow. This <laughs> and ain't real. One crate of these would weigh at least. 300 pounds and so the, They eventually are like trying to carry Them out and it's like you wouldn't be able to Carry that the way that you are Which mm-hmm. is kind of funny but Again Maritime Law Finders Keepers This is their gold. everyone's very excited now They bring everyone into this room Look what we found They all say my precious <laughs> My precious my precious <laughs> And Greer Is saying something's not right Like the shi- the ship is fucked up I feel like Someone was singing to me earlier, was like kind of a really sexy lady. She seemed really hot. Everyone's laughing at him because it's Did a really wild way to present that information. <laughs> In the trailer, yeah. it looks like
1: they hook up.
0: No, they didn't hook What'd up we... yet, but they're going. Oh, yet, yet. <laughs> Hell yeah. So Good everyone kind it. of brushes mm-hmm. off Greer. Like, no, we'll be taking this gold. But uh, they, they, Decide the plan now. They can leave the boat here. Who gives a shit? We'll just take the gold and leave. Because they want that money. And uh, they're loading up the crates of gold onto the boat with very little effort. It's just (laughs) extremely unrealistic. Took me right out of it. And as they're finishing up, we're seeing Santos in some kind of gas-looking engine room turning dials of what looks like propane tanks, and it looks like he's trying to turn something off, but we see what looks like a ghost turn something on, and it's just shot in this way that we know something bad is about to happen, and as they're getting onto the boat, the little girl calls out, no, don't start the boat! And then they start the boat, and the room that Santos is in... Epps does. Epps sees the little girl, and but there's no mm-hmm. moment to react. She turns, and the boat explodes. Their boat, the Arctic Warrior. Uh oh. Was the gold? The gold was already on it. Um, I think they weren't. fit. Some gold must have been, but okay,
1: they're like part way through.
0: Yeah, the explosion happens in the room that Santos is in, so Santos is dead. Mm, the rest of him make it out alive and get back onto the Antonia Grazza, which is now their only boat. Their other boat has sank. Uh-oh. And everyone's screaming at each other, all very angry and scared, and Epps takes control and says, we gotta continue with repairing the ship, and we can drive the ship home, which seems also, again, impossible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> A fifty-year-old rotted ship
2: <laughs> that we found a bunch of corpses in.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: They
2: seem unaffected by the amount of corpses they found. They're
1: a little desperate right now.
0: Now, not a lot of options. So, yeah. sure, but like again, are they affected by the corpses? Also, can they call help for help? That's not, not anymore. They don't. They not don't, They, they can't could have okay. up until this point, but their boat exploded with the working oh right. comms okay. gear. So no, now they can't. And yeah, they're getting angry at each other, yelling, like right. I said, we should have called the Coast Guard. And if we had done what I said, we would be we wouldn't be in da- danger right now. Coast Guard would be on their way. We're all, you know, divi- division is. They're, they're being divided now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, they kind of split up again and Munder and oh, what's that guy's name? Hold on. We haven't talked much about him. Dodge. 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 Yes, Dodge. thank you. Munder and Dodge Great name. are in the kitchen area of the boat looking for food. So I think they also just lost all of their food. Oh, shit. And they find these big cans of beans and oh. they open them and uh, it looks okay. But Dodge is like, okay, you you try first or they flip for who has to try it first and Munder loses and he takes a bite And then says, it's not bad It's not too bad Okay, okay
2: Also though, it feels like we just Have started the clock ticking on this can of
0: beans Probably should have waited till we mm-hmm. needed to eat But I think there is a lot of the cans of beans A lot of beans, Because okay, it was okay. like a big, many passengers How long do you think you could
2: live on just beans?
0: Well Probably a long, this is going to take them like two weeks. We also need water, too. Yeah, water is your main thing, but it, assuming you have unlimited water, how long could you survive with just water and beans? <laughs> water <laughs> and beans. Long, Probably a long time, I honestly. think so, because it has like protein and carbs and probably fat, depending on the, the beans. Oh, and fiber. I think beans have, beans have fiber, for sure. You would last a long time. You can't live oh. without, I think without all of them, but like definitely not without protein or fat, which I learned in the TV show Alive or alone? What's that one?
1: Alone. Alone. Yes.
0: Cuz the guy gets his little fat stores stolen by a little badger. <laughs> <laughs> and he almost has to call okay, it in so- cuz he's has no body fat left and he has tons of protein like lean meat and it's just not how You can't survive. Long
2: could you live off
1: beans? <laughs> <laughs> I guess also depends on like What kind of beans?
0: You can live
2: a long time on nothing but beans. Really? It seems
0: like like a more one of the more sustainable Mm -hmm. foods. Mm -hmm. Like a hearty food. I do
2: know that like potatoes are like the one thing that you can survive on the longest. Oh, that's unexpected to
1: me. That's from the Martian. Is it from the Martian? He remember he grows all he just grows. Yeah, potatoes have like
2: a really surprising amount of um nutrients that you need. Interesting. Mm-hmm. You gotta sort of get it all get Complex it all done with carbs. Well, beans potatoes. and potatoes,
1: then
0: forget about it. You're good. Beans then and you're, potatoes, then you're older. fine. Then you're fa- practically gaining weight. Who needs
1: vegetables?
0: Uh, so they're gobbling up these beans. <laughs> thrilled that they are have stayed, um, or not gone bad. They're just shoveling it into their mouths, laughing. Uh-oh, what uh-oh. a win! And I'm um, going, uh-oh. oh no, this is just, oh, too no. excited. They're going to be beans. that. The <laughs> beans are going to be that. They're ghost beans. They're ghost beans. And sure enough, after shoveling many, many mouthfuls of beans, spoonfuls of beans into their mouths, Munder looks at Dodge and sees something in his mouth wiggling around. Oh, oh gross. no, it was a mirage It was gross. a mirage Those are freaking ghost beans <laughs> They're ghost beans, they're fucking ghost beans Filled with maggots filled with maggots, And they both ew, have ew. mouthfuls of maggots <gasps> And they're spitting them out That part's pretty gross That's Ew, really they're gross. just cans of maggots? There's some That's bean really in gross. there but it's sp- I don't think that would happen. Pretty bean to maggot one to one ratio If the can were sealed yeah, How would the maggots How would there be maggots? Ghost, ghost logic, ghosts. Yeah, the ghosts' mm. logic. It's They're ghosts. just
2: fucking with them. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, it's the ghosts.
0: And we see now Murphy going into the captain's room, exploring in there, and he finds some bottles of alcohol, and he starts drinking them. And he says to himself, "Like, Murphy, you, you, you better not. You shouldn't do this." So we get the sense that
2: mm.
0: uh, he maybe has a history of alcoholism and is not of it. He was at the pub earlier. Oh, they said at the oh. pub, Murphy doesn't drink because the guy oh, okay. said, can you buy mm-hmm. can I buy you a beer? And he says mm-hmm. he doesn't drink. So Murphy's drinking. Not not good. And he sees, a ref- he looks up at his own reflection in the mirror and sees the captain of the Antonia Grazza <gasps> looking back at him for a split second. Blinks and it's gone. He's spooked and then the Captain appears at his desk and pushes the little bottle of whiskey over to Murphy and basically is offering him have a drink with me. Murphy sits down with him looking Mm. shocked, but also like, well, I got to find out what this captain has to say. Yeah. And the captain tells him that they came upon another ship that had all these gold bars on it and it was oh it was sinking and they rescued just the gold bars and one <laughs> there was one survivor
2: oh okay they didn't like leave people behind no. for the gold bars yeah, sorry i phrased that poorly but the ship was sinking
0: <laughs> and they were like only were able to rescue one man and the bars of gold which seems okay, right. unlikely given the weight of gold in terms yeah. of these are light, in. these are lightweight gold
2: bars we've
0: <laughs> yeah and this
2: is feeling like pirates of the
1: caribbean yeah, yeah it is cursed gold bars mm-hmm. turned them all to ghosts mhm and that came out right at the same time i did pirates of the caribbean come out was That's that a like great the question. same year <laughs> i think it was 2004 i think
0: Maybe it was pirates a little the later caribbean, 2003
1: Stole from Well, twenty
2: years of Pirates of the Caribbean, my God! Mm-hmm. Dang, that was a hot
1: time for Orlando Bloom. I yeah, know that Lord right of the Rings. off the
2: heels of Lord of the Rings.
1: Absolutely, his peak Orlando Bloom moment. Yeah,
0: I wonder how he's doing.
1: Married? To I Katie know, Perry? me too. Isn't he with Katy Married Perry? To
0: Katy Perry, what you have that? a kid. Their kid. To Katy Perry.
1: Wait, um, did you guys see that interview with Billie Eilish one time where she was like, a guy just came up and like introduced himself to me after? The concert, and I just thought he was like a regular dude. And he was Orlando Bloom. And he was in, someone told me later it was Orlando Bloom. <laughs> she thought he was just a random fan, and
2: she was Run like, Z, "Man, <laughs> got no respect for Orlando Bloom." <laughs> You're living in a post-Orlando Bloom world, and I just, I just don't know what to do with that information. <laughs> That's so sad. Billie Eilish didn't know who was. I mean, do you remember when every, like everyone was obsessed with Orlando Bloom?
1: Yeah! Oh my God! Yeah, people had posters
0: of him, like the on their hottest, walls.
2: hottest, hottest! Oh I my had a friend
1: swoon Orlando
2: Bloom. A friend's
0: parent who took it a little too far, and she a friend's parent. Yeah, it wasn't good. I think this was a bad situation. <laughs> um, she started taking archery lessons, and I feel like she bleached her hair blonde and started braiding it in that style. So she wanted to be Orlando. She Bloom. wanted to be like. She wanted to be. I feel like. I feel like probably Legolas's lady friend.
2: She wanted to be an elf. So, as to woo Legolas. Yeah, and there
0: were Lord of the Rings posters
1: all over the house.
0: That is weird. Oh,
1: that is weird. Yeah. Yeah. Taking like horseback riding lessons. For
2: that to be your mom. Yes. And you have to be like, yeah, come on over, (laughs) just so you know. My
1: mom mom put these up, not me.
2: Specifically, Legolas from the Lord of the Rings films. um, Would love to have a hang with you, but just be. Be prepared that that's my mom's energy. Yeah, it would be. I mean,
0: I was the friend that was me coming into that. I mean, I wish this woman the best. Yeah, I hope she's doing all right. Me too. You know,
2: then the Hunger Games came around. She was probably like, "Oh, I'm so cool because I have braids and I know archery." Like she could just transition that into the next franchise. Yeah. So maybe
0: she's doing great. Maybe she's maybe she's really thriving. Um. So. This ghost captain is, yeah, saying that they were able to recover the gold bars and one survivor and Captain Murphy saying, no, there was no survivors from that ship because he knows his nautical history incredibly well. Mm. Also, mm-hmm. <laughs> rude. This man was there. Yeah. <laughs> no, actually, I read. <laughs> and yes, the captain it, like shakes his head. says, "Nope, there was one. And he slides over a photo to him. And we see Murphy look at the photo and go, (gasps) we don't see the photo. It's one of his crew. That's what we're thinking. And now we see Greer back in the concert hall, hearing the singing again. It's getting louder. And then the room comes to life around him, restored back to its 1962 glory, The band is there This is a real titanic moment Real titanic moment Except it looks like shit (laughs) Yeah, except it looks way (laughs) worse And uh, Everyone's clapping and applauding him And Francesca is approaching him In her beautiful dress Very seductive to the way she's coming towards him And she starts unzipping her dress And beckoning him to follow her uh, they kiss, he says... This is going to be a shining moment. Yes, some might say literally exactly that, and I think it was <laughs> criticized for that, because this movie was originally pitched as The Shining on a Boat, and they just literally lifted <laughs> this exact like right it, from it. Copy and paste. Very, oh, so literally The Shining on a Boat. Oh, oh uh, uh, The Shining on a Boat, but bad. Quite literally that, and... He follows her. She's leading him up these stairs and stops in this uh, doorway. And he reaches out. He's also married and he says, well, I can't cheat on my wife with a ghost. <laughs> Love <laughs> so that loophole. Game the system. And (laughs) reaches out like he's about to wrap his arms around her and falls through. This was an open elevator shaft and falls to his death at the bottom. Ah!
1: Oh, brutal.
0: Really brutal. Uh, Epps, meanwhile, is talking to the little girl. We find out that her name is Katie. They're now just in a room chatting. Katie doesn't seem, you know, too scary. She's... It seems like a, like a nice ghost, a friendly ghost. And mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. Epps is talking to her, asking what the hell is going on. We find out Katie was on the boat by herself. She was meeting her parents. It doesn't matter. Who cares? She <laughs> tries to give her a necklace. She says, I think this was your necklace. It goes right through her hand. Epps uh, says, oh, you really are a ghost. This is really happening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and now I believe it Katie says we're all trapped here Me and my shipmates Even the ones who aren't marked And Ep says what, what does that mean And the room starts like blood f- f- Is filling the Ceiling lights and Something bad is happening, it's shaking We're getting a bad negative energy in here Katie's saying oh he doesn't want me talking to you He doesn't want me talking to you When he has all the souls he needs Ah, and she like disappears, <laughs> and uh, Epps runs back to try to find Murphy. Uh, and Murphy now is pretty drunk, and also mm. seeing her as Santos's corpse, burned, charred corpse, charred out. <laughs> oh my charred. god! Totally charred he's out. Totally charred out. <laughs> and so he's attacking. Epps thinking it's an evil ghost taunting him. Sure. And the rest of the crew comes in and finds this and they they pull him off of her and knock him out and they all throw him into there's like an empty fish tank, a huge fish tank that was on this boat that has been emptied. So it's a, like a cylinder tube thing. So he's in the bottom and he can't yeah. get out of it. Um, and he's unconscious. So they're like, we'll just, we'll come back and get him when we're ready. He's obviously. Um, not safe to be around right now. And so they get back to work to repairing the breach in the hole. <laughs> Hope those are the right words. That <laughs> sounds, sounds right. Exactly. That sounds really right. <laughs> and they get it all set up and they've got this big pump that's draining the water out after they patch it up. And Munder is saying, you know, it'll be about 12 hours until all the water's out. But we, we did it, basically. Epps. Is in a different room again, and or th- she's trying to find Greer, and Katie eventually leads her to him as she sees his dead body. He's been, uh, basically stabbed. It's been it's like metal wires in all directions, so he looks like a little. Mm. Um, oh, he fell. Yes, impaled. He's been impaled by little metal rods in all different directions. It's. not good. And Katie says to Epps, I want to show you something and touches her. And as she touches her, we get a vision into the past of what happened with this like (laughs) rock music (laughs) playing. And we see the crew of the boat putting poison in all of the food. And Feeding it to everybody, and then taking whoever survived into the pool and gunning them down oh, in the Jesus. pool. What the f? This is after the people got sliced. Um, during so this is simultaneous. Okay, so the slice and the the slice poison. was a slice was might have intentional. been intentional, or it, it might have been like a happy accident a- <laughs> that they the perfect okay. accident. Honestly, yeah. Oh, phew! And so, yeah. we get the impression that. These people knew that the gold was on board or that once oh, that once the gold was on board, they decided to... They became little golems. They got, became little golems, which is completely understandable. <laughs> and we can't blame them. And so we see Francesca and the crew waltzing down to the bottom of the ship where the gold is after killing everybody on board. And Francesca pulls out a machine gun and kills... Everybody else, she's gonna have the gold to herself. Except then she turns, and there's one other man that she had been planning it with. They seem to have a romantic connection. She's looking at him, again seductively, like it's just you and me, babe, and our gold bars. Let's get out of here. And we see we can carry them all just just the two of us. And we see that it is Jack. <gasps> Unaged, Jack. the same age in nineteen sixty-two. Wow. Jack's a ghost. Oh my god, I never saw it coming. <laughs> <laughs> and he undoes this hook thing where they are that swings and hooks Francesca in the face, hangs her, and she dies. Pretty nasty mm. way to go. And he marks her with a burn thing. So we get the sense that he's some sort of demonic little Ooh. hell. Ghost getter, hell ghost getter, hell, demonic little hell ghost getter, sending souls, sending to Satan. souls to Satan. That's right. Now, Epps has seen this vision, and she goes, "Oh, Jack!" And she needs to go run to Murphy to tell Murphy. And we go back, and the fish tank has been filled with water, and Murphy is dead, drowned oh inside my. of it, and he is holding in his hand the photo. Of Jack, because he also knew that. And Epps runs now to the captain's quarters where Dodge is. And she's trying to be like, Dodge, we like we got to we got to get off this boat right now. And in walks Jack and she changes her tune real quick and says, Dodge, you stay here. Hold down the fort. And he says, I thought you told me you said we need to get off this boat. She's like, Dodge, listen to me. You stay here, watch Jack, make sure, like, neither of you get hurt. And he's getting the, he's picking up on her implied vibes of, like, something. Probably everyone is. Everyone is. <laughs> <laughs> no, everyone it's not that is. Yeah, Jack is
2: not stupid. No. Hey, sh- that's Listen. not what I <laughs> said. I,
0: I obviously didn't say that. <laughs> so she tells him to stay there. Don't let Jack out of your <laughs> sight. And. Uh, Jack is saying like, oh, we got to, she leaves to go find Munder. Basically, she's just trying to get everybody off the boat now. And Munder is underwater in his scuba gear. Munder still. Under? Munder's under. <laughs> Munder's under and he's going to stay under because he found a clog in one of the drain pipes and he was going to clear it. And there's this massive crank things like a gear thing that get used in horror movies a lot for people to get caught up get in, caught in, and then crushed. That's exactly what happens. He gets completely smushed. <laughs> oh, gross. That's a genuinely really bad way to go. Oh, yeah. To yeah. be smushed? Yeah, yeah. Slowly yeah. smushed? Oh, slowly uh, yeah, smushed wow, wow, wow. Really first bad. Foot first?
2: Yeah, yeah, bad, bad, bad. Oh, you're feeling so much pain before you're Oh, you're you feeling dead. a lot of pain <gasps> before you're dead. And, yeah. and he's
1: underwater too? Yeah. It's all bad. (laughs) It's
2: a lot of bad. That is a lot of bad.
0: Yep. So he's dead. And Jack is trying to say to Dodge, we need to go. We should go down and help Epps. And Dodge is saying, you stay right here. And he pulls out a gun now and he's uh, aiming it at Jack. Jack's like, the mask comes off and he's Mm -hmm. like, you're so pathetic. Mm hmm. Go ahead, shoot me. You're not gonna shoot me. And dodge does. Dodge shoots him right away. Can't kill a ghost. He falls down, and dodge looks at him. He looks like he's dead. Dodge walks away. Nope,
1: not dead.
0: Eyes open back up, looking all sneaky and evil. He always plays someone evil. I know. He just I has that it. vibe. He's got a really evil and I feel
1: face. Like Jack as a name is always like the bad boy.
2: Uh, yeah. I used to, th- when I was like in middle school, I thought all hot guys had names that started with J, really? which I'm just, as I said that, I'm now realizing that my partner's name is Joel. Joel. Um, but I remember being like, wow, Justin, Jason. Uh, those were pretty Jake. much the only two that came into my mind. But yeah, Jake. Jacob. Team Jacob. And, well, not Jacob. Certainly not Jacob. <laughs> um, but I was Jacob. like, wow, J names are so hot. So there is something about J names. I think that's true. I think that's a cold, hard fact. I think it, I obviously think it's true. It's the whole reason why I'm with
1: Joel. You're with Joel.
0: <laughs> you Joel know. Jensen, two Jays. Excuse me, hottie. <laughs> Say no more. Yeah. I like when people both with J's are
1: together, too. Like a little. Mm. Okay, but that's not necessary. Yeah, Emily, I don't think it's going to work out with you two oh, if you don't Uh-oh. do a big name change Sometimes I'll soon. do a big name. I'll do a big name change. Just change it to Gemily. Yeah. Gemily. That's, that's, now. that's what I was just thinking that. you guys know that I'm naming my child Bemily. Yes. <laughs> Baby Bemily. <laughs> and it's not after you, Emily. You have nothing to do with it. Um, it's just a beautiful name. I just love the name <laughs>
2: Bemily. It's gorgeous. <laughs> beautiful name name it's a gorgeous name
0: so eps is running down into the belly of the boat and she's now setting c4 explosives on the walls she's her plan is to fucking get off and blow it up sure get off yeah exactly oh, just to, the to go water? swimming just to That's swim swim a, a huge again point of mine uh, but she she does say okay so dodge runs down after thinking he's killed jack and she's Putting the explosives up and he's saying, what are you doing? We'll die. She's like, we'll have to take our chances. Like we need to blow the boat up. The boat is evil. (laughs) And Okay. She's not wrong. He's yelling, what about the gold? She says, we're not getting the gold off this boat. Nobody ever does. Uh, We've just got to take our chances. And he says, I can't let you do that. And she looks at him and she says. Why haven't you asked me where Munder is? Because she found Munder's body in this Mm. moment. And he turns around and he turns into Jack. And he says, well, obviously because I already know where Munder is. And we get a little showdown. Jack and Epps. uh, it It was a trick. Jack actually killed Dodge. And he's revealing who he is and he says, I'm a salvager just like you. You collect ships, I collect souls. Oh. <gasps> and when I hit my quota, I send a boatload home. He's sort of like bundling until he... Yeah, interesting. He's the right
1: number. <laughs> what is this job setup?
0: Really weird. Right. Yeah, workflow there. I have some notes. It's literally 50 years later. Like, we need to update this workflow. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Not
2: efficient. Not efficient at all.
0: But yeah, I guess the idea is he needs to fill up this boat with souls and then he can take it down to hell. Okay. And he gives Epps an offer. If you don't blow up the boat, I'll spare your soul. Basically, like, I just need this boat. She says no. They get into fist fight. And fall into the water, punching, and she has her, like, spear gun thing, and she points it at him. He says, you gonna shoot me? Are you gonna chicken out like Dodge did? And she turns, and she sees the detonator button for the C4, and she shoots the spear at that, and it blows up. Yeah. Jack... Yeah. Absolutely vaporizes turned like is blown into a thousand pieces. But again, he's a ghost. So sure. we're not feeling. So Maybe, Maybe his
2: soul was attached to the boat. So you blow the boat up yeah, and he's yeah. gone.
0: Yes. And so uh, but then the whole fucking boat explodes. It's an enormous explosion and there's Literally a zero percent chance Epps would have survived this explosion. Sure. But she does. She somehow swims down out of the way. Absolutely ridiculous. Ridiculous. Fucking no way. It's Loony just so Tunes. crazy. He he literally blows into a million pieces. She was at most five feet away from him, and she sure. survives. <laughs> oh my God, it's very funny. So the ship is now sinking. We see all the souls being released oh. uh, as the boat goes down. We see the little ghosts come up and into the sky and disappear. And uh, she's floating on a, a little box thing and is eventually found by another ship and brought. Back to land, and she's loaded into an ambulance, and, I mean, all of her friends are dead. She's looking Mm -hmm. really sad, and as she's being loaded into the ambulance, and the doors are closing, she sees people carrying the gold off of the ship, Uh, loading it into somewhere, and then... The last person carrying gold <gasps> is Jack. What? Oh, his soul is she tied says, to the gold. No! and the ambulance door is closed that's the end of the movie. Oh <laughs> my god.
1: Wait, so she... Okay, the curse so, continues. Oh, I'm confused about the boat at the end. I thought she blew up the boat. But she the did another boat comes to rescue her. Oh, it's another boat with the gold. Another boat comes this... to
2: rescue her and pulls the gold out of the oh, depths oh, oh, oh. of the...
1: Ocean, okay. Yeah, okay. that
2: presumably would have on that.: Okay. So low because it's
0: very heavy. It went and like so right all long ago, she's like floating in the ocean for a while before she's found. I guess it's but some they- demon logic that he's like, "Here you go, here's some gold." Yeah, he can kind of control things, like he was turning the little dials on the propane tank and stuff. So maybe he can make things sure. move. Wow, no. what a stupid movie It's so dumb I loved it <laughs> That was ridiculous That was ridiculous
1: I loved every second of it, though
0: I think the original version, to go back to that Question, was it was supposed to be more Of a psychological thriller about Like, greed, and mm. That makes sense The price of greed, and I don't know Maybe there weren't There still must have been ghosts, though, right? Just... I just don't know, but Who's to say? It became this. It became this. <laughs> and now we get to read the benefits of it. Yep. But that's Ghost Ship. We finally did we it. We finally did it. What a beautiful film.
1: <laughs> I do kind of want to watch the opening scene. I do kind of want to watch it. Yeah, I'm the opening curious. scene is
0: available on YouTube. Anyone who wants okay. to check it out, I think it's I worth it a yeah. I want to peek at it. I want to do a little peeksies. It's pretty fun. I want to see how they
1: do this cable murder.
0: Check it out. And... There it is. There it is. I you think that's all, that's all we got for you today, folks. Thank you,
2: patrons, for choosing this one. It was a real, real gift.
0: A real treat.
1: <laughs> Loved it.
0: Like I said, he has the Irish accent, but it's not super Irish. So I'm going to be doing more of an Irish accent than Gabriel Byrne actually has. Perfectly Because I can only do exaggerated Irish. Yes. So from all of us here at Too Scary <laughs> Didn't Watch. Oh, goodbye. Oh, goodbye. Oh, goodbye. Oh, oh, goodbye. goodbye. Oh, goodbye. Oh, goodbye. Oh, goodbye to you.
2: Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Too Scary Didn't Watch. If you like the show... Please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and give us a rating, a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. You can follow us on social media at TSDW Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. And if one episode a week just is not enough for you, head on over to patreon.com slash TSDW Podcast to become a patron and receive all sorts of extra goodies from us, including bonus episodes, trailer reactions, and more. And no matter what we will see. Right here next week for another episode. We love you so much. Bye.
0: That was a headgum podcast.